Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, this is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. This is the Gringo Mandingo. My name is Michael Rappaport. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. G. Monetti. Uh, we're just going to yes. jump into this. Um, uh, before we get to the, the, the fun and games, uh, we got to uh, get to the reality and the, the disappointment, devastation, um, the, the hard truth uh, uh, that it continues to happen. Uh, two people uh, in the last 48 hours, two black men murdered by the police. Um, I mean, shit, I know everybody is, is, has... <clears throat> thought about it, heard about it, read about it. Um, I found myself uh, not being able to sleep last night um, about this incident in in Minnesota uh, with this uh, with this guy out there. It was all over. The, the woman had the the courage and wherewithal to, to videotape it right afterwards. Um, and then there was the incident in Louisiana: two black men shot point blank. By police officers, it, 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 it's just like it's never ending. It, it doesn't stop. Um, fortunately, these incidents are are being recorded. That's that's the only good thing about it. Um, yeah, uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. I I know that I never would want to see something like this happen to, to anybody who I know. Uh, I care about. Uh, and, and, and you feel like you know these people and, and these are regular folks doing yes. regular things. 
and and then they wind up getting killed by by police officers. Um, uh, and it's just it's just I don't know wh- how or when it's going to st- stop. Something's got to give. Something's got to be figured out. This is a fucking. It's devastating. It's embarrassing. Um, and it, it it's just it's got to come to got to come to an end. Um, G Monetti, uh, I, I I imagine you have a lot to say uh, about this. Um, and 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 I, and I would love to hear where, where your head's at right now. Yeah, it's just man. If you look at the uh, the one in Baton Rouge, uh, the guy from from looking at the tape, looking at the video, the guy isn't offering any resistance, right? And then they're struggling to get this big guy down, not him acting, you know, belligerent. He's trying, and he, then they get him down, and then. I don't. I don't understand the the, re, the the point in in killing him, shooting him four five times at point blank range. So I'm looking at that how, and I'm how, saying, how is that? How is that any sort of police procedure? Right. There's no police procedure. Uh, like, there's there's nothing. There's nothing okay about that. This is not Iraq. This is not an ISIS terrorist who's you know trying to bomb an airport. How, how, how is this any sort of police procedure? And he, and, and he wasn't going for any gun. They took the gun out of his pocket. So it's, it's, these guys are really, these police officers are, some of them are scared of black men. That's true. That is true. Like, and, and this is like, this is like, uh, 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 this is true. This is true. Some of these, you, you know, we, we could try to sweep this under the rug and act like, this is true. That white people, myself included, can be scared of black people, of Spanish people. Um, I don't know exactly why or what it is or, 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 or if it's how this has come this way. But this is a reality. This is a real thing. Um, and it's a shameful thing. And, right. and to not acknowledge it, you know, I don't know if it's guilt or fear or um, uh, the way you're raised or things you hear or what. But to, to, to not acknowledge this and to continue to act like this is not a real thing. These people, these cops are scared of black people. And it's not yes. just cops. This is just the this is just the way it is. This is just right. the way it is. This is regular people. Um you know this. This is this is not something. You know to 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 try to sweep this under the rug is 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 not uh, okay. It's 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 not it's not going to make the problem any any better. Um, Absolutely. And the black male image is not controlled by the black male. Explain you know what I'm saying? That. Like explain the, that the, the image the image in the in the media and the press has always been terrible, right? So. That's been placed on people as well, too. That's why there's a fear of his image in mainstream media. And then you get these type of incidents that's always happened. This is not an aberration. This is, this is if you go back in time, in 461 years being here, this has always happened. Right. An aberration this, this, would be... Uh, and I would never want this to happen. An aberration would be uh, a 45-year-old wealthy Jewish man getting pulled over on 
89th and Park Avenue and him getting and shot and killed. In uh, the middle of Park Avenue, he, him getting killed. That would be an aberration. That would be something With- that people would uh, be totally up in arms about. Um, and, and that would be something you'd be like, oh, this, this has never happened before. Because right. I've yet to see or hear about that. And, and we can't keep continuing that. Oh, it's, it's, it's a one-off incident and there's excuse for this or excuse for that. W- you mean to tell me that every single white person or person who's of non-black or Spanish is always uh, uh, totally appropriate with the cops every single time? Because why isn't this happening down in Soho to the drunk white chick um, who gets pulled over at 3 in the morning? You never hear about it. And, um, and I saw Obama on TV trying to convince the public by saying this is an American problem. And, like, he kept saying that. Oh, this is – but it's, it's black people – so it's not seen as an American problem. That's why you don't see the anim- what, what are these animal activists and all these when when a when a, a bear gets gets hurt or killed, they're out there holding the signs and going to the ne- next man's country to admonish someone else about their treatment of dogs. But when their own citizens right get cut get cut down, right, what which is routine for black people, they, where, where are they now? Right? Where, 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 where are the, uh, uh, the animal rights and all that? Yeah, where's the where they- people that were fucking protesting a, a, a hot dog eating contest, which, which happened to be the dudes from the uh, Barstool Sports guy. Shout out to uh, my man Big Cat. He was the one who got the, the fake blood, blood throw. Where's that chick? Where, where's she at today? Exactly, man. So it's, this is, this is a... I don't know what, how is this is going to stop. I, I really have no clue or insight... Rioting isn't going to help. Uh, fucking, you know, uh, demonstrations. I mean, these things, hey, there's something that has to be stopped right at the source. It's like a cancer. It's a cancerous yeah. thing. There, there's something it's, that has to be stopped at the source. I don't, I don't have the answer to it. All I know is it, that um, it continues to happen. It's, it's so scary. Um, and, and uh, you know, when, when, it ha- when the Eric Garner incident happened, um, in New York, he's the he's the he's the guy who was selling you know Lucy's one off cigarettes out there, and they they jumped him like they were jumping on uh, uh, some wild animal, choked him out, right. and killed him. Like that really sent a shiver up my spine because he reminded me of you. He reminded me of our little crew. Like he reminded me of people I knew. The way he right. spoke that New York shit. You know, you right. hear him talking. I'm like, that's a New York. This is a dude. It's a regular dude here. He's out. That could have been one of our friends. Absolutely. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of fear, man. It's like I read I read somewhere. It's like the black male is the boogeyman in the American conscience. Explain that. What? Think about it. Whenever there's a a case where someone can be blamed. Right. And, and, And then everyone will believe that this person did it. Who have they always? The black person did it. Right. So you, in order for you to do that, you have to know that the person you're telling just will flat out believe you because it's a black person. Right. So so the boogeyman, like Mel Gibson, when he said that his worst nightmare about he was arguing with his wife, ex-wife. He said, I'm going to have a bunch of niggers rape you or some crazy shit he said, right? Right. 
See, the boogeyman is in, we in his mind. The boogeyman in the American conscious. So Yo. I understand what that means. And that's fear. That's why they go at black people like that. It's right. fear too. It's not just policing. This motherfucker is scared. Right. They're scared. They're scared. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, not like, it's no resistance. I can see if motherfuckers were swinging on them and you fear it for your life. Right. And you have to use deadly force. Understandable. But this motherfucker ain't moving and you take his gun out of his pocket. And so you how have he- him submitted. Like, what the fuck? Like, you've already, if let's say he was resisting. Okay, he gets resisting. You already got him down. You got your foot on his head. I, 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 don't, I don't know how it's going to stop. Um, Yo. I don't have no big speech or any, 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 any point of view. Um, a lot of people have been saying uh, some really strong, powerful things. It's just devastating. And, and I should say this. It's not an American problem. Because it's happening to us. Understand that. That's that's the core of it. That's why there's really no outrage. Really crazy. But there's outrage for a gorilla. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? I hear you. So that's why, that's why Obama is saying that. Because he's trying to convince the populace. Like, yo, this is terrible. This is an American problem. But in reality, people don't look at it like that. Because it's black people. So That's do you why. agree with, with Obama Obama saying that, or you don't agree? You think he was, should have been more specific? I, no, I, I think he should say this is a problem for black Americans because it only happens to them. Right, right. It's not an American problem. Mm, I understand. It, I hear what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I got it you. It only got you. happens to them. Only. I got you. Right. It's not an American problem. This is a, a black American Whatever, African-American. Epidemic, uh, 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 terrorism. Right. You know what I'm saying? Human human rights violations. Like the United States goes into other countries. If they're abusing their citizens, right? They're gassing them. Oh, we have to liberate them, right? Imagine, put yourself in, 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 in our shoes, and you just see Jewish people getting cut down in the street all over. Right? How would you feel? Right. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you just feel like, yo, like another one, another right. one. There's someone over here. There's this one. Constantly. It, it eats at your soul, man. It's, and it's like, yo, I just hope I don't get caught up in something like that. I know, so just man. Im- I know. Just imagine. Because you see, it's like, it's like they, they're not fighting and they're just executing cats, man. So... Just imagine if that was like Jewish people. Like it's bad. Everybody, imagine if it's your own. No, I know. I I get what you're saying. It's a good point, and 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 I and I get what you're saying 100. Um, percent All right, we're gonna be right back. Yo, the I Am Rappaport podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattresses. Casper Mattresses is an award-winning company that makes the most ridiculously relaxing, supportive mattresses sold directly to the consumers. Sleek new design beds delivered directly to your doorstop in a small box. The Casper Mattress is available in six sizes and had a 10-year full warranty. It's made and stitched right here in the United States of America. Free two- to five-day shipping in the United States and Canada. Casper is so confident in the mattress that it'll give you a 100-night free trial with the mattress. And if you're not happy, Casper will pick up the mattress for free 
with a full refund. Okay, it'll donate or recycle the mattress to somebody who really appreciates a great night's sleep, a great nap on a lazy afternoon. Go to Casper.com and save 50 bucks using the promo code Rappaport. R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T. That's Casper Mattresses. C-A-S-P-E-R. Casper.com. Check it out. I sleep on one every single night and love it. I got to address uh, my friend Bill Burr, who was uh, on his fucking podcast talking greasy about me, the gringo man dingo. This fucking lunatic, Bill Burr, who I will always credit for being one of the primary inspirations for me to start the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. This fucking guy, I'm minding my fucking business at home, okay? Doing what I'm doing, walking my dog, tweeting. This fucking guy calls me up. He sounded like he was he was he was out of breath. I could tell his face was at code red red. And for Bill Burr, that's fucking red. And he was like, You fuck this, you fuck that. I saw your tweets. And the thing that really got me, this is a direct quote. Bill Burr said this. He said, The thing that really got me was when you said, Tom Brady, you're not gonna wiggle out of this one. Let me tell you something. I'm fucking happy he ain't wiggling out. And then I went, I had to fucking stay on the phone with this lunatic for an hour. An hour. And he's going over fucking same things about the fuck footballs in Minnesota. And how come the footballs in Minnesota? They heated up the footballs in Minnesota and they only got paid, they only got fined $75,000. And Jim Irsay is a scumbag. All the fuck, he's like on a fucking loop, this guy, Bill Burr. He's fucking nuts. I mean, he was crazed out of his mind. And I'm like, I got to go. He, I don't know if he didn't hear me or he just didn't give a fuck. I, like, I got to go. But I said, I got to go like three times. He wouldn't let me off the fucking phone. He's like, you know, how come the Baltimore Ravens, they complained. And this is all about people who beat the, the Patriots. They're complaining. Let me tell you something, you fuck Bill Burr. And I heard you said something about me being like a real housewife. And the only thing you care about is the sports. And you only care about when they're on the field. Then why the fuck? You crazy little bastard, you. You no sunblock wearing, freckle face fuck. You red pube having motherfucker, you. Okay? I, I, I really think that a petition to be, should, be, should, be, should be drawn up that Bill Burr should have to grow a red-headed afro. Okay? Because when, since he shaved that head, at any fucking moment, the good people from the Bellevue Hospital are going to swoop in and take you in, it, it, just, 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 just on the way you look, okay. And then you compared me, the Gringo Mandingo, to Danny Ainge. I mean, listen, you fuck you. Listen to me. Don't compare me to that fucking. That, that guy's got a mug. He's got no lips, okay. He's not aging well. Me, I'm like a fine wine, okay. I keep getting better and better. Don't fucking compare me to fucking Danny Ainge. Stop talking to me about fucking Tom Brady. I don't give a shit about Manny Ramirez, Big Poppy. You're talking to me for an hour, and you're talking about nine years ago. Burr, you're, 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 you're cracking up. You're fucking cracking up. He was out of breath. He was snorting. He was coughing. 
And I'm talking about a guy I love and respect. I truly respect you, but I, I'm concerned about your well-being. You look nuts. You sound nuts. Three times. Maybe even four times. Bill, I got to go. Not like, like I didn't say anything. You're a fucking crazy person. Okay? I'm taking you out for a steak dinner. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to out-eat you. Just like the New York teams out-beat you. They'll always out-beat you. It's a better city. It's a better sports team. You have to live 100 years to even be in, in, in a conversation with us. All right, Burr? Okay, fuck you. Fuck Bobby Orr. And fuck Danny Ainge. Tell him to buy some lips. Tell him to call up the Kardashians and get himself some lips before you compare me to him. Okay? I'm known for my good looks. All right? That's it. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. See, I'm Rapport Stereo Podcast. We're about to call up uh, the political consultant of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, the unofficial, official political consultant for some political consultation, Mr. Eli Lake. He's a writer and a reporter for Bloomberg News, uh, Bloomberg uh, Online, all things Bloomberg. Uh, we're calling him up now, and we're trying to find out what the heck is going on with Hillary Clinton and how close did she actually come to doing some real time in prison. Uh, we're doing that now. G Monetti. Yes, yes. Oh, Moody. <laughs> Eli, what's good? The, the, the unofficial, official, political ana- analyst of the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast is back once again to upgrade the mind, body, and political soul of the podcast and the listeners of the podcast. I, uh, I love having this guy on. I love having you on, Eli, because basically uh, I call this politics for dumb fucks. Me being at the top or the bottom, wherever is more significant of the totem pole of dumb fucks. There's so much chaos in the world. It's such a hot political season. Um, Monetti could probably uh, uh, attest to this. The, 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 the question of, of, of that I want to get, get to uh, uh, answered and the sort of uh, help that I need you to explain is what's up with Hillary Clinton? Can we just, should we just say that everybody's dirty and stop trying to point fingers at who's more dirty than other people? Um, what happened? What's the ramifications of what happened? And what could have potentially happened with Hillary Clinton? Um, G. Monetti, do you have anything to add to that long-winded question I, I, I just asked uh, Mr. Lake? I I have no, I have nothing to add. I don't know what this Hillary stuff is about, so I'm looking forward to hearing Eli's take. Okay, so let me start off with the thing that I think didn't happen that I think would have been pretty bad, which is that if you have an FBI director, the FBI, basically determine an election before anyone voted, that's a dangerous precedent. How would and that have happened? Have, how would, how could have that happened? Because if he recommended political charges against Hillary Clinton for mishandling classified information, then she would be under a criminal indictment during the election. I mean, I think he would be affected. I think that would have determined the election in some ways. I mean, who can who can tell? Trump is such a wild card. But that's so politically bad. Not to mention 
you know, it makes her ineligible in some ways. I mean, how could she be the president if she was going to jail, uh, or at least there was a trial and so forth? Then she would have to sort of step down, and she won the legitimate primary for the Democratic Party. I mean, she, she in the end got more votes than Bernie Sanders. So that would be a really dangerous precedent, in my view. It's when we when J. Edgar Hoover was a super powerful FBI director, in some ways you could say maybe even threatened U.S. presidents, that was a bad time in some ways in our history, mm-hmm. as we know. So we don't want to have the FBI have that kind of power. So in some ways, it's a good thing that that was avoided. I think Comey showed um, a lot of restraint. No, 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 no. The, who, who, showed, who showed a lot of restraint? So James Comey is the director of the FBI. Right. Okay, it was his call. Here, wait, I just want to say one thing. Every time you say something that I have no idea, and now you, now you could be going, Fuck, man. You, you might get to a point where you're like, Jesus Christ, Rappaport is fucking dumber than I thought. But no, every t- I'm not saying that. No, I'm not saying I know. that. But you might not say it out loud, but you might, and you, to yourself, you might be like, holy shit, I'm really talking to two fucking idiots here. So, but every time there's something that I don't know, it is, it is, it is my duty to stop you. Now, I don't want this to impede your brain and the level that it's working on, but I'm just telling you right now, if it, I don't want you to feel like I'm interrupting you. If you say James Comey, and I say I don't know what that is, I, I'm going to... No I'm gonna, problem. And Because and, the last time you threw a, a real fancy word at me, uh, re, re, what is it? Referendums? Referendum, yeah. Referendums. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I fucking stopped you in your tracks, and I'll do it again, okay? so if, I appreciate it. Yeah. So anytime you try to get fucking fancy with me, Eli, I'm going to be like, ah, I'm going to be like, I wish I had a buzzer. I can't wait till we do this face-to-face, because uh, we have Eli <laughs> on the phone. That's when we're going to really get uh, make some magic happen. Okay, yeah. so James Comey showed some compassion. Go ahead. Sorry. He, sh- he showed restraint, right? He did not. I mean, the FBI is obsessed with going after leakers and people who mishandle classified information. That's the, that was the issue at hand. Now, on a political level, it shows that Hillary Clinton completely like, made up a story that wasn't true about her email. And everything she was saying about it was wrong, and Comey totally called her out on that. And in that respect, it sort of makes her look like a big liar. And she did. She doesn't, she's, she's terrible in that sense, and that when she's faced with basic questions about why did you do that, she always complicates it, she dissembles, and Comey, I think, embarrassed her in that regard. And, you know, there's a lot of questions about the Clintons, but at the end of the day, this is like criminalizing cybersecurity, if right. you know what I'm saying. So, it's so- like, this is, she, she was using this, I think, to avoid public record disclosure. So that's bad. She was avoiding what's called the Freedom of Information Act. But she wasn't doing this to, like, endanger national security. And that's the key point that, you know, why the FBI was involved in some ways. So so essentially she was being accused of taking information that's top secret and using it like on a private server like what what what, what was the the question at hand like what 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 was she being accused of that they said that she she grossly mishandled like what was the term they used what was the thing all, all over the, the the front page of the tickers yesterday and in the last 24 hours okay so this is here let, let me let me break it down a little bit more and it's, it's very simple when she became the secretary of state she said i want to use my own personal email system. And if you're the Secretary of State, there's like dozens of people that need to be in contact with you. And, you know, especially on your own staff. And you're dealing with a lot of 
secret information because you're the Secretary of State. So there's going to be a lot of things that you, you want to shield from foreign intelligence services that are trying to hack your systems and so forth. Right. She used an, the equivalent of... She used fucking Gmail. Yeah, well, it wasn't like Gmail, but it was like her a homebrew system that Bill Clinton used as the ex-president. And I got you. I got you. Now, now, do you so think? That, go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, so the question is: did, did other countries probably hack that and get access to like what the Secretary of State was telling her aides, which is bad in some ways? So that's probably true. They probably did. What happened was that the FBI couldn't prove it, but Comey said it in a very legalistic way that it was it was possible that foreign actors hacked her. Um, but the key point is that you have to put that in perspective. The, the unclassified email system that the State Department uses, we know that the Russians hacked that in 2015. So the regular thing that she was supposed to be using instead of her homebrew account, well, we know that was compromised. Right. And then you look at Snow. I mean, if you look at the broader issue, it's like this is not really a dent in like if you're worried about leaking classified information. And I have to say... I'm biased on this. I'm a journalist. I'm in favor of leaks. Right. And I hate all the anti-leak stuff in general. So the more leaks, the better, right? The the, the the more shit. Yeah, absolutely. The absolutely. more leaks, the better. The, the more fucking all leak investigation. Absolutely. Now, now let me ask you a question. Do you like the fact? Uh, I'm, this is actually for G Monetti. When he says yeah. James Comey, you know what? I I think he keeps saying James Homie. So to me, I already <laughs> like this guy. I think that that guy's yeah. name is dope because, like, every time you say Comey, I'm like, yo, did he just say Homie? Like, is there a dude working at the FBI whose last name is Homie? Um, that's number one. And do you think the reason why Hillary actually lied about using the server, because essentially she did lie, Collect, co- 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 correct me if I'm wrong, Eli? I mean, yes. Okay. She, she, what I would say, she evaded telling the truth in a very deliberate way. But yeah, I don't want to joke around about it. She, she basically said she didn't ever send classified information, and Comey said she must, she would, have, she should have known she was sending classified. She was talking about classified information on this channel. The homie named Comey said that. But do you think that the reason yes. why she said that is maybe she sent some emails? Maybe she's got like she's a secretary, secretary of state. She goes all around the world. Bill Clinton, we know how he gets down. He likes to freak off. Maybe Hillary on the low, she was texting, like, let's say the Secretary of State of Italy or the Secretary uh, 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 of the State of, uh, you know, Puerto Rico or fucking Chesnia. (laughs) And she was like saying, yo, maybe uh, we meet up in London and and maybe it's time for you to unfold that loaf. Like maybe it wasn't about (laughs) classified information. Maybe she was just like, yo, she's texting somebody in China like, yo, I'm trying to get the D. Maybe you get on this plane and we hook up. Do you think it could have been something as simple as that and she was like i don't i don't want people to find out but i think i think that this is i like i appreciate the very outside the dc perspective you know what i'm saying yeah because you know um, these guys on cnn they're making it they're making it oh it's classified it's just listen the world didn't blow up thank god maybe she's just trying to fuck something who knows <laughs> you think that's like oh she's covering me she's She's covering something up, but just not something that you think it is. Yeah, like maybe she was like, yo, I'm trying to see that dick. Like, you know, and then she like, she sent a little picture like, yo, bust his ass. Like she sent like ash. Like maybe she like sent, you know, it was a couple of dick pics. You know, maybe. And who knows? I'm just saying. I'm just saying it could have been anything. I mean, it could have been something simple. like 70, though. 
So what? She's listen. She's a, she's trying to stay young and relevant. She's trying to get her freak on. She's listen. I don't, the Clintons. No matter what, once your once that betrayal happens, once she found out about Monica, she's gonna be like, yo, I'm freaking off for the rest of my life. She's got a hall pass. Like G Monetti, if you caught her up on Gun Hill Road, oh, I you know, mean, but she probably. She probably got dick pics from Rumsfeld. She got a lot of stuff on her servers, Yeah, man. we don't know what she has on there. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I'm just saying this, Eli. I, am, I have no problem if you want to take this insight that I gave you and have that as breaking news. Just run tomorrow. it down. Check it out. Do it, do it tomorrow <laughs> on Bloomberg. Headlines. Headlines. I mean, G. Monetti, he, he'd be, if, she, if he caught her on Gun Hill Road, anything could happen. I'm just saying, maybe this wasn't as serious as, as, as everybody's making it. Do you think I'm off the wall with this, Eli Lake? Hillary on a low front. In, in, like, you know, revealed in, 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 there were like, there was a percentage of emails that were destroyed, we know. That's that what I'm saying. Recovered. That's what I'm saying. You know, that's what I'm saying. All right, so, yeah, but so, I have to be real. I got, can, I, can I just be real for a second? I, I don't think that. I, I can't really see it. She's okay. a very ambitious woman. I don't know. That's your opinion, Eli. I'm vibe. telling you, my opinion is that I think that it, it was something as simple as that, and that's why she was doing it on that server, because it didn't get hacked, no classified information got out there, and, and, and I think it slipped through the system. That's just my opinion. She be, you know, that's just my opinion. You know, we we I, we could be, we don't have to always agree on, on everything. Like just because you're the political consultant, but just because you're the political consultant doesn't mean you're always going to be right. All right, so let me ask you a question. <laughs> of course not. So 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 now that this is is this dead and gone? Is is everything set that she could run for president, or do, does Donald Trump have more tricks up his sleeve? Or, or, and like, is this the last we heard of this? Oh, and you, you guys have been, you guys have watched, you see like what Donald Trump says like every couple days, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Give me some good quotes. Okay, though. he's not going for like, he's not trying to expand his base. He's not trying to get other people. He's going back to the tried and true. He's going, hey, these are my people. This is, we're going to, we're going to win or lose with these people. And I, I don't think that, I think that's like 32% of the country or something. I agree. Right. I, I don't think he's trying to expand uh, at all. And, and thank God. Thank God um, that he's not trying to expand because he, he's gotten this far. Um, and, and I actually, you know, I came across somebody who, that I know and that I'm friends with and, and I respect. And he was so and I was so surprised. He's a Republican, which which I don't get into too much politics and stuff like that. Um, but but he point blank told me, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely voting for Donald Trump. And I swear I, I like judged the fact that this person was in my life. I was like, yo, this motherfucker's. You're crazy. And this is a smart, <laughs> very successful person. I was like, yo, you're fucking nuts. Like, you're, you're, you're voting for him because he's a Republican. Like, I didn't understand it. Like, it took the breath out of me. It was the first person that I actually met, that I actually know and respect, that, that I know for sure has Donald Trump. Uh, he's voting for Trump. Yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. There are a lot of people out there. He appeals to certain people, but I just don't think it's going to be a majority. I agree. I agree. They, they, I'm predicting. I'm predicting. Like I'm. I'm still on my. I think it's going to be a blowout. I agree. I agree. And 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 what about and when is he? When when, when is he going to uh, choose who he, his running mate is? And when is Hillary going to choose who her running mate is? Well, did you see this? There were two Republicans who were on the alleged shortlist to be the vice president for Trump, and they like on the same day took their name out of the running. Thank God. No, but I mean, that's like, that's just like, this is another thing that's kind of unprecedented. There's not going to be any living Republican presidents 
or Republican nominees. So that's McCain and Romney, too, that are going to be at this convention. Bob Dole, George H.W. Bush, George W. Bush. No former Republican nominees are going to be at this convention. No, No one wants to associate with him. Well, there are going to be some Republicans who are associating with him. Like, I mean, I don't want to get into too, like, you know, inside DC stuff, but there are certainly Republicans who are with him. Like, Newt Gingrich is somebody. He's so, a fucking loser. What has he ever won? Newt front runner to be the, the What is? What is he? What about Chris Christie? And how much is he? How much is he tipping the scales in now? They should have this fat yeah. fuck. If, if, if next time he shows up at, at one of these conventions. Every time he comes in, like before a fight, you know, or a UFC fight, or like Tyson used to come out in his underwear before a heavy, put this fucking guy on a scale in some boxer shorts. You want to weigh him in? Weigh in, yeah. you fucking animal. You can't even be, we can't take you seriously. You're a, you're a yeah, slob, right. you twinkie-eating yeah. fuck you. Yeah, you can't represent America looking like that. Can you do 20 I push-ups mean, and run a mile? Like, listen, anything could happen. I need my president to be able to run a mile at least. I like that. I, I'm, I'm with the so, so president, no president's half for you. He was like our fattest president. Yeah, I, I, no. I, I, I this is what I'm saying. Um, Moody, do you have any, uh, uh, any questions to add in for, for Mr. Lake here? Oh, no. He's covered everything. Moody, your beats are great. Oh, thank you, man. You, thank I you. love those beats. I want to see your record collection. Oh, oh no doubt, man. <laughs> yeah, we got to hook up in New York and do, and do a face-to-face podcast. Uh, live and direct um, from the from the New York City gloom tomb, um, and uh, and do it properly. But but I appreciate this insight. The people are, are loving the the political uh, consultation that you're giving the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. My mom loves it. My lady's mom loves it. Everybody loves it. It's it's a breath of fresh air and it's uh, educational it. and it's insightful. Thank you, Ed. Um, All right, thank you. So, so we'll talk to you soon, Eli, and and I appreciate you uh, you coming back on with us. All right, man, thank you. All right, it's the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct. Monetti, what's really good, my man? Not much, man. Just uh, chilling out, man. Watching the NBA cats move, shuffle around. Holy, looking shit. forward to the yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ray Allen looking like he's coming back. Yeah, Ray Allen. Ray Allen trying to piggyback another ring. He he did it once. It worked out for him. And you know what? Yeah. I feel like I feel like he's he's Kevin Durant's spirit animal. I think Kevin <laughs> Durant is, is following in 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 the footsteps of of Ray Allen because uh, Ray Allen, the great Ray Allen. I love Ray Allen. Good dude. Uh, you know he he won the chip in Boston, and then uh, Miami emerged and cracked that ass, and then he went down there and slept with the enemy and, and got another ring. And now he's been out of basketball, and now he's trying to come back and 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 ride the coattails of the Golden State Warriors to get yet another ring. I am not into it. Uh, as much as I love and respect uh, future Hall of Famer Ray Allen, um, always loved him. Loved him when he was at Connecticut. I love the fact that he doesn't sweat much. I loved him as Jesus Shuttlesworth. I, I just I, enough is enough uh, um, with the bandwagon stuff. Um, I don't understand. Like you're out of the game. Let let the other dudes shine, um, and and you know your y- y- your time, uh, you know, has come and gone. Like once you're out of the game, I feel like you're out of the game. I don't know. I, I still think he, you know, could could you know, obviously the way he shoots, you know, all he needs to do is win one key game for them, and it's worth signing him. Um, but I just feel like Golden State, man, they're they're trying to put together the super duper 
friends and family team. Um, did you see some of the you 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 coined the term the other day? You said uh, Kevin Durant left the OKKKC. Yes, Oklahoma Thunder, the OKKKC. Did you see the the clip of that fan burning? Like like it almost looked like a fucking lynching. Kevin Durant, like a Kevin Durant jersey. And they were shooting it. Yeah, shooting that shit. Like, yo, man, yo, listen, I, I'm the first one to ball break and all that stuff, but, I mean, holy shit. Yeah, and 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 these are the greatest, greatest fans. Like, like, think about how serious could you take something like that? I mean, this guy was a good dude. He stayed, he honored his contract, and now he wants to move on. If you don't like it, Yo, you had a good time with him, shooting his jersey, burning his jersey. And, what? And, and and Reggie Miller, you know, has come out of the uh, uh, the woodworks. I don't want to say the woodworks. He, he's 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 always around, and I and I, I love Reggie too. Um, but but he he came out and criticized um, uh, Kevin Durant for 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 switching teams. Um, yeah. and, he, and he said, you know, like he felt like he, he was wrote, piggybacking to get a ring. And he yeah. talked about the fans uh, being loyal to the fans of Indiana and, 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 and why and, he stayed. Right. What, what, what do you have to say about that? I read that he is like a love letter, basically saying, uh, you know, I didn't want to tell. I stayed in Indiana because of the guy parking the car, this and that. You know, he did some Hoosier shit. Right. Right. And I'm saying to myself, these same fans burnt your house down oh, in '97. Yeah, they 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 did. Those of you who don't know, Reggie Miller. Uh, yeah, when he when he lived in Indiana, they they burnt this fucking house down to the ground. Uh, right. These are the fans and, and, that he wanted to be loyal to. Yeah. Right. You know so, what? Hey, suck my dick. How about that? <laughs> I'm leaving. Okay, you burnt my. He, and they're lucky Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller should have a fucking block named after him. The fact that he Word. stayed there, they burnt his fucking house to the ground in '97. Holy <laughs> shit! Exactly. And and and, and you going? It ain't about the fans because as soon as you leave, they're gonna pull out that lynch mob mentality, and that's what that is. Right. As soon See? as you leave. Uh, uh, the fans go back to, to thinking of you in all kinds of derogatory terms. Uh, what, am I right or wrong, Monetti? They, you know, they, they call him the black fuck he left. It starts to get all type of shit. That's right. why they're burning your jersey. So here's what they think about you. Right, here's just like Here's what Ice they Cube. think about you. That's it. Yeah, and, and, and one of the other big transactions, of course, D-Wade left. We, we, we don't need to go over the obvious. D-Wade left the, uh, that, that greaseball Pat Riley with his, with his slick hair and Mickey Harrison, the owner of, of Miami, they did, him, they did him dirty. Of course Pat Riley's going to do you dirty. Look at his fucking hair, man. You're going to trust this guy. I, didn't he fax in his resignation to the New York Knicks? Oh, we're- uh, we don't fact check. Here Damn. at the Iron Rapport Stereo Pockets, but I'm pretty sure he faxed in his resignation when he left the New York Knicks. I could have told you I didn't trust Pat Riley. Dwayne Wade gave a, pr- approximately $25 million over the years. He pretty much paid for Udonis Haslam to stay on the team when they, when they were the Miami Heatles. Brian Winhurst is going to break that down uh, on the doubleheader episode of the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast today. But, but, and then he took a $10 million cut here, and now he wants his money, and they don't want to pay him. 
fuck that shit, man. All this family and loyalty, and it's the Miami Heat and family and loyalty, and you don't pay this guy? He's a he's the most iconic player uh, in Miami Heat uh, history probably ever. It's going to be hard to top Dwayne Wade. He's like the third best shooting guard in NBA history, and you don't want to pay him? And he was the yeah. best player on the team last year. Fuck you. And he he single-handedly uh, pushed the team uh, to, to, to be competitive in the playoffs. They almost got they almost made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, the most interesting signing of the week, in my opinion, is the big galoot uh, <laughs> signed. Uh, we've talked about him. Ba- Baboon. What is his name? Baboon? What the fuck is that guy's name? Fuck. Uh, Baboon. Fuck it. <laughs> that seven foot seven. Russia. Is he Russian? Where is he from? Lithuania, Russia. Uh, Caucasus uh, Mountains. The Caucasus Mountains. He signed down there with with Stan, uh, Stan Van Gundy, and and Stan Van Gundy, uh, he actually flew back from Guatemala because he wanted to see Babone. <laughs> he wanted to see him nude. He was so fascinated to see uh, this new specimen. And apparently, he made him drink and they smoked weed. And 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 right now, we're gonna have Stan Van Gundy on the signing of the Big Galoot. Uh, Baboon. I don't know his fucking name, uh, but here we go. Uh, Stan Van Gundy. Uh, listen, I, I usually I don't make it back until uh, two or three weeks in the training camp, but they signed this big son of a bitch. He's some sort of giant. Uh, I had to see him naked. Uh, I met him in the training table. Uh, I, said, I, I, I stripped him down. I took the clothes off myself because I didn't want any tricks. And... and, and I have to tell you, this this guy, biggest balls I've ever seen, ever. The left ball, I swear to God, it's like a, it, it was like a peach. It was like the size of a fucking peach. Uh, I don't know if he could play. I I, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I know one time, uh, me and Popovich, we got into a little, we got into a little scrap. We were cockfighting in in Ecuador. Me and Craig Popovich. Uh, and I said to him, one day I'm going to get back at you, you son of a bitch. And you know him, he's drinking his wine. And I said, you cocksucker, you. Uh, but I saw so we got him now. Uh, th- this kid's unbelievable. Like I said, one of his balls is bigger than the I, I felt it. I said, I have to I have to grab your balls. They're, they're just fascinatingly big. Anyway, it's a great sign. It's a great pickup. I'm on my way back. Okay, I'm on my way back to... To Guatemala now, uh, but but the, the reality is, I, I think he's going to be a great player. I have no idea what his skill set is. I don't pay attention to these things. I, I don't care. Uh, and, and that's that's all I have to say. And I'm excited uh, about the pickup for the franchise. That's uh, Stan Van Gundy. Oh man! On the signing of the big galoot. Um. What else, G Monetti? You, you you said you wanted to uh, suggest a new segment. Oh yeah, the cheap fuck of the week. Whoa, the cheap fuck of the week. Yes, there was a Boston cab driver who found two hundred grand in the back seat of his car. Right, so a person left two hundred. He gave. Back, he went and gave back the money. Oh, shit. And, and for his supreme stupidity, he was rightly 
given a hundred dollars as a reward. Wait a minute. Money wait a minute. Wait a minute. Money would have had to take that loss for leaving it in the cab. You charge that to the game. You take the loss for being so stupid. You that two hundred grand is fuck. mine. Wait a second. Somebody left two hundred thousand dollars in cash. In a cab in Boston, and the cab driver brought it back, and the motherfucker tipped him a, 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 just a hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the person who gave him the hundred dollars, you're saying that's the cheap fuck of the week? Because I'm saying the cab driver might be the dumb fuck of the week. I say the cab driver is the dumbest motherfucker ever. Okay. Hold on. I I, I got to see what ILO has to say about this. Oh, you dumb motherfucker! You, you found two. Hundred fucking grand in the back of a taxi cab, you dumb fuck, you stupid cocksucker, you, and you return the money, and this cocksucker only tipped you a hundred bucks, you dumb fuck, you should have took a fucking ball bat to his head, and busted his fucking hole open, and took the fucking money back, you're a dumb motherfucker, and the other guys are cheap. Cock sucker, but you dumb fuck, you got fucking played. You don't deserve five fucking nickels, you stupid motherfucking cab driving cock sucker, you. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You know, there's 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 epidemics going on. Uh, all loafs matter. Yeah. All, all oh, loafs yeah. matter. Um, in China. Yeah. Professional boxer is jailed for slicing off his love rival's penis with garden shears. But that's not all. No. You, you couldn't. You couldn't have. You couldn't. That that couldn't be enough, right? After you sliced off your love rival's loaf with garden shears, you had to flush it down the fucking toilet, huh? You, you couldn't just cut it off. Like now, now, now the things. It's just. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. You couldn't find it. No. They, how are they gonna find it? They can't find it. They flushed it down the toilet. But the victim, after he got his his loaf cut off by this sick fuck, he apologizes for sleeping with the boxer's wife. Let me, let me tell you something. If I sleep with your wife and then you cut my dick off, I, we're, we're, we're pretty much even. We're, we're, we're not, I'm not apologizing after that. You cut my fucking dick off. Okay? Damn. You cut my fucking dick off. I'm not apologizing about anything, motherfucker. Where's my fucking dick? That's what Word. I want to know. That's that's what the fuck I want to know. Where's my dick? What that's did you right. do with my dick? Okay, you got me. You win. You got it, homie. You, yeah. You 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 won. You you're you're tougher than me. You're crazier than me. You're more about that life than me. But but can I just 
can you just give me my dick back? I don't know if you buried it somewhere. I don't know if you put it in some sort of suitcase or 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 or, or like you know you you mailed it where? I will track it. I'll, you got to like did you FedEx it? Can I get a tracking number? Where's my where's my dick, my man? I'm not apologizing for anything. You but should be apologizing uh, for cutting my dick off. Number one and number two, you couldn't just cut it off and then go nah 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 nah. I got your dick and hand it to me back. Give it back because that would have been the end of the beef. But no, yeah. you you had to flush it down the toilet. You fucking asshole. You had to add insult to injury, didn't you? Bad. And yo, and the girl said it was consensual. She said, "Homeboy, I told him he could hit this." This is this is a non-issue. This is a non-issue. Uh, you, 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 you know, this is what happened when you get caught up in, 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 in the game. I get it. I, I've been there, but I'm not cutting dicks off. I'm not messing around with other people's wives. I, you know, this is what happens when you get in the game, but there's, there's lines. And you remember, remember what pretty uh, Max, Max Julian said in the mat. Break it down. Yo, bitch chose me, mm, and you, mm, mm. and that and and you're gonna cut my shit off when right. she chose me, right? She chose me, and now I'm the bad guy, right? <laughs> uh, I I don't understand. You you know, uh, <laughs> as you know, the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, we don't fact check. You know what a new term, a new hipster term is? Fact what is it? bombing. Fact bombing, where where they they, they like you know like it, this is some social media hipster shit where they they make you they quiz you for all like if I, let's say I said something about uh, I don't know I, who knows I, I don't know let's say I, I made a comment about uh, my my car uh, right. my car had three hundred sixty five uh, horsepower and then uh, they'd be like no it doesn't you should know this maybe you don't have and they they grill you to give them we don't fact check here so if you try Word. to come at us with some fact bombing hipster shit you get a wiggle please don't come <laughs> at us for any facts don't come at us for fact checking we proudly don't fact check you right. want analytics you want stats you want details. Go to fucking NPR. I respect. I love those guys. They're great. You want all that shit? Go down the dial on the podcast uh, spectrum. We don't do all that. This is the only non-fact-checking, reliable podcast in the world. Okay? That's right. This is a non-fact-checking, reliable podcast presentation. Oh, my goodness gracious. And it's therapeutic. Oh, it's therapeutic. Yo, the reviews. Listen. You guys, July 28th, we're coming to Minnesota. July 29th, we're going to be in Milwaukee. Yo, we, we got to announce it. This is a special announcement. Yes. July 29th in Milwaukee, we're having a live conversation with the great, the iconic Latrell yes. Sprewell. NBA icon, live in Milwaukee, July yeah. 29th. I, I, I am so... I'm so excited about doing the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast World Tour, the three dates, Minnesota, July 28th, Milwaukee, live conversation with Latrell Sprewell. Yeah. July 31st in Chicago. If you want tickets to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast live, go to IamRappaportTour.com. All tickets are available. Cheap. Me and Moon, me, me and G-Monet are going to be doing it live and direct. We're going to be with Latrell Sprewell. 
I can't yes. even fucking tell you. Yo, when, when we put out our bucket list of all the people we wanted to interview, he was on there. Yeah, Bree was there. Iconic. Yes. One of the most fascinating, interesting, iconic players to ever play in the NBA. I, I, I'm super excited about that. Uh, by the way, we went platinum again in June. Mm. So I think pretty much it's pretty safe to say that we're really trying to now to go double platinum uh in a month, right? I, it, don't you think that should be the next goal? Like, we want to do double platinum each month. Moody? That's right. And we will get it. Okay. So, August 5th at the Dime on Fairfax, the platinum party is happening. Mm. From 8 to 11, the platinum party, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, is it's going down. All platinum everything. That means all platinum hip-hop. The good, the bad, and the outrageous. All night long, from from 8 to 9, because this is for the fans, because the fans took us to that platinum point. Yep. 8 to 9, all drinks are on the house. Mm. All drinks are free. August 5th at the Dime on Fairfax. I don't have the date in front of me right now. Uh, I don't fact check, my friends. Okay, uh, there's pros and cons to not fact checking. Me and Monetti are going raw dog with without a bag right now. Do you think I have a, some sort of stat sheet in front of me? It's the Never. dime on Fairfax in Los Angeles. You can look it up. When we get a little closer, I'll give you the exact date. But I'm telling you right now, there's an open bar from eight to nine. It's for the fans. We're gonna be there. I don't think we're gonna be podcasting because the music is gonna be bumping. We're yes, going to be taking selfies. We're going to be doing the damn thing. Um, I can't tell you how proud and happy I am. I'm looking forward to all the fans coming to this. I'm looking forward to all the fans coming to the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast World Tour. Yep. Uh, the World Tour takes place in Minnesota, Milwaukee, and Chicago. That's a fucking that's, world tour for your ass. That's the first leg of the world tour. Right. It's the first leg of the world tour. That's a good way to put it. Um Mr. Monetti, what else you got, my man? Man, nothing else, man. This uh, police, police stuff got me a little drained out, you know. So I, I, I really got got nothing else to say, bro. All right. Well, this was another fantastic episode of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Um, the fans, we we do it for the fans, and we keep it disciplined. We keep it coming, two to three podcasts a week. Today's a double header. Me and Brian Windhorst, I call him B-Windy, uh, talking all things NBA. He knows everything about the NBA. I like this dude. Um, this is G. Monetti. I want to thank yes. uh, Eli Lake for joining us on the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. I want to thank uh, the great uh, Bizarro uh, Stan Van Gundy for joining us on the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. These beats are flames. Um, I'm still trying to get in touch with Mike Conley's agent. Uh, I, I got a guy who's trying to haggle me. I'm trying to buy uh, some 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 plants at the plant store. I, I know if I get Mike Conley's agent, I can get I could get it down. This cocksucker wants two hundred fifty dollars. I'm like, can't just give it to me for two hundred. This prick won't budge. So I get Mike Conley's on, uh, agent on the phone. I'll probably get it for for one fifty. You know, this guy works magic. He got his yes. son one hundred and fifty three million dollars. Never been in an wow. All Star game. Okay, think wow. about that. When you're kicking yourself and you're being like, fuck my life, think about that. A guy, you know that the the, the the three highest players in NBA history are? Do you know who they are? No. Michael Jordan, 
Kobe Bryant and Mike Conley. Oh, Stereo Podcast, and we're out.